Broadcasting from the KC Coyote Studios, you're listening to Carney Live on 102.7 KPGZ. Carney Live is presented by Carney Trust Company. Carney Trust, 310 West 92 Highway in Carney. The phone number is 816-628-6666. And now here's the hosts of Carney Live, Mike Davis and Jim Dickerson. And good morning. Welcome to Carney Live. It is Mike Davis. Jim Dickerson is out to today, this week, and uh, we have Mayor Dan Holt in his stead sitting next to me. It's you and me today, Dan. All right, we'll do it. It's going to be fun. Uh, I am so happy that our general manager allowed us to put one more lump of coal on our potbelly stove here at the Casey Coyote Studio. <laughs> He's still a Scrooge, though. It's a little, little, little bit, little, little, little bit of that. Uh, he works hard, but oh, oh man, he's a penny pincher. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have your voice on the air with us today. We're going to have some fun. Uh, you can call and ask Mayor Dan Holt pretty much anything you'd like at 816-866-3570. I don't know that he'll answer anything. But uh, it, it depends we may, on how personal it gets. Right on, and we might make up a few stories along the way. But uh, indeed, we do know that uh, as I was driving up here today, uh, I noticed on the truck uh, dashboard it said minus three degrees. It, it's cold. <laughs> no <laughs> it's doubt really about cold. that. Uh, actually, uh, like I was telling you before, my uh, brother, he's a truck driver, and he's up in Minnesota, and uh, he's stuck in a, uh, a truck stop. And right now it's minus fourteen with uh, wind chill minus forty five. So uh, it could pers- be worse. Yeah, that's a little perspective <laughs> right there. But yeah, it's not too bad if if well if you're inside, it's not bad at all. No. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but with the with the wind not howling quite like it was earlier this week, I think uh, we got a little bit of a break. But hey, there's hope. Uh, over the weekend, it's supposed to warm up to somewhere in what Brian in the fifties or something. Yeah, fifty five ish on Friday. Or, and Saturday, and then 61 I saw on Sunday. That's going to just feel balmy. Yeah. Uh, I, I think our uh, our local resident meteorologist, Pete Chaston, uh, was talking about that, and he, had, right. he sounded excited, as yeah. excited as Pete can sound. <laughs> well, Pete's from uh, Rochester, New York, I believe, or Buffalo, and... Uh, yeah, this is nothing. So this is nothing for him. In right. fact, um, one of his uh, people from uh, Syracuse called me yesterday saying, I'd like to talk to Pete. We've got a new... Uh, record winner this year for the uh, Golden Snowball Award. What is the Golden <laughs> Snowball Award? Evidently, that's something that Pete started when he was a meteorologist back there, and I think it was between Buffalo and Syracuse. It was the one with the the most snowfall for the year. Right. Got the Golden Snowfall, Golden Snowball Award. Right. Uh, it's uh, gone through the legislature as a real thing in New York, and how and about so, that? After several years of Syracuse getting it, it sounds like Buffalo is getting it this year. Well, I think we should get that person on the air with Pete. <laughs> I think that'd be a lot of fun, especially. There you go. I mean, explain it, how it got golden. Yeah. Right, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, golden is the top prize, you know. Oh, okay. so we'll, right. We'll, we'll, I, I was thinking, yeah. Okay, we'll, like, we'll leave it. There. I was just thinking about the not eating the. Yeah, I was always told no yellow snow. snow. Right there, right. it is. Right yeah. there. Yeah, was a good tip. Well, I think that lake effect snow is is off. What is that, Lake Erie up there? I mean, forgive me for not knowing my geography. I know, it's been a long time, I think it might. It? I think it might be. Right. But the wind that blows off of there creates that, and the moisture creates the additional snow. And right. in, the, in the Buffalo area, I know that. Right. And uh, it can be just brutal up there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Frankly, I'm, I don't want any part of it. Nope. That's why we call this God's country. <laughs> no doubt about that. It truly is. And uh, I think... Uh, 
short of what we have, I, I guess, what, a, a few line freezes, Dan, well, in Kearney? Or? You know, you were talking about the fact that it's, you know, minus zero today and it's going to be 60 on Sunday. Uh, that freeze and thaw, freeze, freeze and thaw moves the ground. Oh, yeah. And don't be surprised around Kearney, guys, if we don't have a water line break sometime oh, this week. Uh, we've already had one that we had to deal with. Uh, it also affects the sewer lines. It'll crack those, and all of a sudden we've we've got problems. Uh, when the ground gets really froze, like right. it's going to get in this deep freeze, and then it thaws, things move. And as they move, well, pipes are rigid, and they don't always they don't play. Nope, they don't play along, and then nope. they they break. Yeah, they break. And they, these are concrete pipes or are these the pvc or what well they're they're some of them in town are pvc mm-hmm. uh some of them unfortunately we still have some old galvanized in town uh-huh. uh but yes they uh plastic even though it seems like it should bend because it's plastic uh it only been so far i see and it'll it'll break i see yeah oh my goodness wow just one more thing to worry about right uh yeah in you know, there's a lot of times we won't know that it broke until somebody calls and says, hey, my water pressure is really low. Well, then we start going, finding out what's going on. Then right. we usually find a lake somewhere. Or if you drive by and it's, uh, you know, uh, minus 10 outside and you see fresh water sitting somewhere that's not frozen, you know, that's that's something new mm-hmm. that's popped up because it right. ha- hasn't had time to freeze yet. There's probably a problem there. What uh, What if there's a pothole that we see? Should we just tell everybody to call Jay Bettis at home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd love that. Uh, call City Hall. We, we do have a list for those because, um, again, when it freezes and thaws, uh, the asphalt, the little cracks in there, they, they pop up. And then if there is a snow, you usually see this after a snowfall and the snowplow comes by, it'll nick that and oh, yeah. pop it mm-hmm. out. And then we got we got holes. Um I went on a drive the other day up to Gallatin. Uh, I had to see a client up there, and I was shocked at, uh, on the way up because they've had a lot more snow than we have here, which means they've had a lot more snow plows, and they had a lot of potholes. Oh, I mean, man. That, that road is real rough, and yeah. you've seen crews out in the weather trying to do cold patch because it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than driving along, and you don't see the darn thing, and especially if you're, you know, 50 miles an hour or more. Right. And uh, your tire hits that that pothole and it just it just shakes the teeth out of your head it does in fact this time of year is if you talk to uh, most mechanics it's this time of year when most cars get their front ends knocked out of line yeah i can and see it's that because they're hitting potholes well who knew well there you go uh i wanted to mention just uh, quickly that uh, first of all carney trust company hosts this show they sponsor that uh, i host the show carney trust sponsors it they're the ones with all the money yeah they do a great we, job in fact i've heard that they have uh, a truckload of money that drives around town. Yeah, and, I and think I, they keep it at Keith Doss's house. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like he's backing up to to Brian's house right no, now. That's, that's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to thank them for being a sponsor of this show. But I also wanted to mention uh, that another sponsor of uh, the radio station is uh, Mike Hagen Electric. And uh, Mike and Susan Hagen and Dane Hagen are great friends of the radio station, great friends of, of mine and Jeannie's, my wife. And uh, I had a little project this morning, a little electrical project that I needed done. In fact, I called them yesterday uh, to really just extend and put in a new um, uh, electrical outlet, nothing terribly complicated. But uh, just wanted to thank those great folks, the sponsors of this show, Good Carney Residents, uh, for taking care of me so quickly. He showed up, Josh showed up at 9 o'clock this morning. In fact, he was a little bit early, got out wow. in the cold, 
came in and inside of uh, I'd say 30 minutes or less he was he was in and out did a great job really professional so if you've got anything that uh, here in Kearney you want to you want to keep your business local any electrical uh, residential or commercial anything they'll put in a light switch for you uh, Mike Hagan electric give them a call uh, they're Definitely on. I don't know their phone number off the top of my head, Brian. But no, but you can go to our website and find their um, their logo. Right, clicks right through to their web or to their website. Is that right. or their Facebook? You know, uh, which one? it. I believe it goes to their website because they've got they've they've got a real nice website. It gets some great pictures of some some stuff they've done in, in some of the beautiful buildings down in uh, in downtown Kansas City. Right. Yep. So, but I bet you my back. My uh, next paycheck, their number is going to be on that website. There so. you go. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure of it. But uh, it's really neat to do business locally. It's one of the things, Dan, that we just really appreciate about um, our, not only the, the, the fact that the sponsors help us keep the doors open and, and keep the radio station in operation, but uh, it's neat to do business with folks you know. Yeah, and it's really cool. That with Mike Hagan? Yeah. He always works in shorts. Well, I bet he's not wearing shorts today. Ah, <laughs> uh, you missed the shorts. It's electrical shorts. You always uh, make sure that he fixes those electrical shorts. See what you That's did there. horrible. So that you have oh. no sparkies in your house. Oh, I wish I had one of those. I have a wrong buzzer and a sad trumpet. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Oh, my goodness. That was bad. Okay. Well, that's all right. You're allowed one, but that's the last that's one, it. Dan. But uh, you mentioned that uh, you... We're also, or you, I guess you still are an electrician. You you went to the trade school, right? I did. I was uh, actually in the United States Army. They trained me, and I worked for... Uh, that is uh, some trade school right there. <laughs> uh, actually, the, the U.S. military has fantastic trade schools. There you they go. They really do. Um, and then I came out, and I went to work for uh, Northland Electric, which is also where uh, Mike kind of cut his teeth. Yeah. And uh, so we, we kind of crossed paths, just not quite at the exact same time. Right. It's funny how... Uh, you know, as as we've been, we're working on our third year here, Brian, in the radio station. Um, definitely, yes. definitely two for sure. Yeah, but um, it's it's funny how as we get to know people when they're in the studio, like you are, Dan, and we, you find out that you know who knows who, and the the very very short connection there are to you know the folks that we know, and uh, it's just it's just fun to see. You know, it's you spend just, enough time in the Northland, you, you kind of run into everybody and get to know. You, you do. Maybe not personally, but you get to know who they are and what's going on. Right, and you can hardly go to the grocery store without seeing somebody you know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so you gotta got to make sure that, you, you know, that you're kind of cleaned up, look presentable at least. Yeah, you know, well, I, I've got a story about that, Mike, if I can share it. Do. Um, right after uh, Price Chopper opened, my wife sent me to the grocery store. And so I came up to the new grocery store, and I ran into Chaston Parks, who he used to own Big V. And uh, so I was talking with him in front of uh, the store. I hadn't even made it inside the store yet. Chaston was coming out, and I was talking to him, hey, how do you like the store? And we got in a pretty lengthy conversation. He was telling me all about the store. It's pretty cool and all these things. And so I come home, and my wife, she says, how was Chaston? And I says, well, uh, how did you know I was talking to Chaston? <laughs> she goes, well, I put out on Facebook, has anybody seen my husband? And all these people said, yeah, he's standing in front of a price <laughs> chopper talking to Chaston. So you can't go anywhere in this town without being located. That is the definition of small-town living. It, it, it is. really is. You have to have to be careful about what you say at times and who you say it to, I think. Well, that was why my, my kids didn't 
part of, of why they didn't like living in Kearney because they couldn't get away with anything. Um, <laughs> my son had an orange car, so it stuck out. So everybody knew what he had. He had a or- really cool 74 orange Dodge Dart. Oh, my. And so no matter where it was, we knew where yes. it was. And you would ask people, hey, have you seen my son? Yeah, i seen his car over such and such. So we always kind of knew where he's at. Yes. He, he didn't <laughs> like that. Isn't that funny? Now, you're originally from uh, Liberty. Yes, I am. And uh, when uh, when did you? I know Debbie told us this once on the air, but when did you guys move up to? Well, we have a little Carmen. argument in our house about that. Really? Um, I think it's eighty eight. She thinks it's eighty nine, but somewhere right around that eighty eight, eighty nine. <laughs> Must have been in November or December. So who knows? Uh, no, it's actually in the middle of summer. <laughs> oh wow! Well, we need to set. We need to settle this. I would. Well, think. I'm not sure. I, I still think it's eighty eight. She says it's eighty nine, but that's okay. Well, what made you uh, leave the? the great metropolis of Liberty for uh, Kearney, Missouri. Well, actually, uh, after Debbie and I got married, we actually bought our first house in in Excelsior because it was a little less expensive. And we actually moved here for the schools. When uh, Josh, Imagine that. Yeah. When <laughs> Josh was getting ready to start kindergarten, um, we decided that uh, we'd move to, to Kearney. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything really against Excelsior, except for if you're from Liberty, uh Excelsior's your arch rival. Oh, yeah. And so uh, it's kind of like, hey, you know. Yeah. It, it, so we made the move to Carnegie. Yeah. It's it's sort of like the Chiefs and the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Although it's kind of died down, the, uh, you know, in the recent years. But when we were kids growing up, Liberty and Excelsior were about the same size. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a – they had the uh, pistol competition. Oh. Um, each, each game with the high school, if – there was a dueling pistols and who got to put them in their trophy case by the win. So it was a, uh, right. One, just to be clear, we're, we're, we're talking about shooting targets here, not each other. Yeah. No, actually (laughs) we, you didn't shoot the guns at all. Oh, good. They were, uh, they were dueling pistols that, uh, were on display Mm -hmm. and they were like a traveling trophy. I see. And it was a, it was a big deal. So the trophy itself, that's where the, the dueling pistols thing came. Yes. And I'm not real sure after that, uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> After that uh, went away, I'm not really, really not sure where the dueling pistols went. Interesting. I don't know if Excelsior still has them or if Liberty has them. Well, now to be clear, there is a a shotgun competition in the state of Missouri, isn't there? Does 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 Carney have a, a, a shotgun like a skeet a, a tra- trap trap? Yeah, trap we shooting? have a trap team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the Rotary Club, which I was um, still am a member a member of, mm-hmm. uh, we. Worked with them when that first got going to help uh, sponsor that program. Right, and we took the kids out to the field and got them shooting. So, and, so this is this so is inter school competition, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. And yeah. Do you, Do you know which which schools are involved in this? Is it the regular yeah. conference or who? Be real it? honest, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But like Carney this year has took on a uh, a new bass tournament team. Oh my goodness! So now now Carney actually has a. Uh, fishing team that competes as well wow how about that well at least we have some idea of what the trophy might look like yeah Yeah, it might look like a bass or i would think so or the trophy itself is the bass you know or or a rod and reel i don't know maybe maybe or a boat interesting hey uh, i know we're coming up on a break but i i thought it was real interesting that you mentioned earlier speaking of uh, sports that there were some some folks you had the park closed down to keep the four-wheelers out of there for the winter time but somebody called you the other day and said they wanted to go in there tell me about that well there was a group of guys that uh, wanted to come in and play frisbee golf <laughs> and the reason <laughs> yes, being in the snow yeah in the snow but they liked that because then they could find their disc because wow. it would in the snow 
And uh, we told them that, yeah, they could walk down the trails right. and, and go, and they did. Isn't that something? Wow, you really got to want to play Frisbee golf. You got to want to play Frisbee golf. Oh, my goodness. We are visiting today with Mayor Dan Holt. We're just having a good time sitting around. We've got the campfire going in here. Talking around the campfire, actually, it's a fireplace. Brian just threw on another log. You're listening to Carney Live. Stay with us for this short message. Without the support of community underwriters, we wouldn't be here. So a huge thanks to these particular businesses for supporting KPGZ. Kearney Trust Company is your hometown bank. They began operations in 1882 and have been part of the community ever since. The people of Kearney Trust Company work for the people of Kearney. They provide capital to people and businesses so they can achieve their goals. Whether you know exactly what you want or just need someone to talk to about your dream, you can speak with them and work out the issues. You may just be getting off the ground or ready to move into your brick-and-mortar building. At the end of the day, a real person is there for you at Kearney Trust Company. Information, speed, and convenience are all valuable commodities in our fast-paced world. For Kearney Trust Company, technology is an addition to, not a replacement for, the personal banking relationship they like to have with their customers. The people of Kearney Trust Company focus on and try to fit the needs of all of their customers. At Kearney Trust Company, you'll work with passionate hometown people who want the best for our neighbors. They provide financial solutions for people to forge their own paths. Kearney Trust Company, with two locations serving Kearney at 310 West 92 High Company. Banking you can trust. Member FDIC. We're back on Carney Live. Mike Davis here. Jim Dickerson is out today flying around the country. And I am here today with Mayor Dan Holt. And Brian Watts has his mic on if he wants to say hello. And I know he will. Hello. <laughs> Brian Watts just does correct? a terrific job here, Dan. I got to tell you, and he hates it when I do this, but he's one of the hardest working people I know. And, and he really is. Brian is our one and only paid employee. Here at the radio station. He does a fantastic job, and if you talk to people around town, they all know him. So he, he's done a great job of yep. of getting out there and getting in the community. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think uh, if, if anybody, you know, needs anything or just has general questions, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's the, you know, the new year, the new season. We're always looking for sponsors, and we're always looking for people that uh, you know that want to volunteer, and that, that includes every aspect of radio, uh, everything from doing voiceovers to uh, if you have some ideas on a radio program or a show you'd like to do, or if you'd like to come in and just intern and maybe learn a little bit about the uh, the radio business. If there's somebody out there who is who is aspiring to do this, young folks that see this as a possible career, I bet you this would be a really good place to learn from. And uh, you make a lot money. of money. <laughs> <in this business. laughs> well, I, let's, let's just be clear. The, the radio business is not a place to, to, to get rich, no. no. but it, it is a very fun and entertaining form of communication. And one of the things that we like about having this platform is that we can share news, weather, sports, and just about anything you want to know that's going on in Kearney, Missouri, because we are a, a we're a low power FM station uh, licensed by the FCC, but our audience is 
Kearney, Missouri, primarily. Now, we stretch out a little bit beyond there, and, of course, you can listen to us online around the country, in fact, around the globe. Right. Uh, I heard you yesterday talking about some people that were listening in Germany, I think. Yeah, we get people from Germany and Great Britain and, uh, you know, all over. Uh, Andy was uh, impressed the other night that he got uh, people listening to his uh, basketball broadcast in Uganda. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I'm wondering, these people don't have any, you know, interest in Carney High School basketball, but somebody out there is listening, so. Yeah, we see that on the analytics uh, on our webpage, and you can listen on the webpage. There's a player right there on the homepage on one. 27 fmrocks and uh, but but yeah uh, Dan I just I, I just wanted to underscore the fact that we're here for the community and uh, this uh, this microphone this platform is really for for the community's use as much as it is ours just just being here so we like having folks like the mayor sit in with us and on days like this when we really don't have anything planned but it's a it's a neat time to just sit and have a conversation yeah. with the mayor of your city yeah well i think it's very that? awesome that that a town of our size has their own radio station i mean that's that's pretty impressive and you guys do a fantastic job of running it with the programming that you have uh it's been a real enjoyable thing in fact i was in a, a barbershop the other day and uh, they're playing it over at the barbershop. And That's I thought that like was really cool. So, so yep. it was on on the businesses are listening to you guys throughout the day, and, and that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, those are the kind of things that when when we hear that folks are listening, you know, at their businesses, uh, it it is we we know that uh, well that we have at least a listener, right? Uh, well, they have more than one. I think we've confirmed that. So, uh, absolutely, and uh, we we see uh, especially with our some of our programming and shows like this and like the coaches show that we've done. Uh, we right. did Coach Gray show, and now Andy's uh, working with uh, Coach Stegeman. Yes, Coach Stegeman. Thank you. You saw me struggling there I knew, for a second. I knew what was going to happen. You there. bailed me out. <laughs> uh, but and in fact, I met Coach Stegeman in here the other day with Andy as right. they were as they were uh, leaving after the show, but. What we have found is that we can broadcast those uh, simulcast along with uh, the Facebook Live feed, and it's really neat to see the number of people that come back and watch those uh, replays of the video and get to hear the show. So if you're at work or you're at school or whatever, Mm -hmm. you're doing something else, you get an opportunity to watch and replay uh, the programming that we run during the day. that's, that's, That's really cool. But also what I like is that this radio station also deals with uh, true nitty-gritty things of Kearney. Um, you've had a lot of people on about uh, the library. You've had people on with the chamber. You've had people on with the city. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all things that the people on Kearney deal with right. and work with, and it's services that are here. Right. And, and you get to enhance those by bringing them on and letting people talk about it, and that's really awesome. Right. Dr. Bill Nicely is a, a regular guest of ours, yeah. and uh, he is just a terrific source of information of uh, superintendent of the Kearney, Missouri School District, and a terrific source of information of, uh, of what's going on at the school. And uh, and through our connections, our sports connections with the basketball team and the, the whole uh, the activities Folks over there at the school, Brian, mm-hmm. we've been able to meet a lot of people over there and get uh, get their message on the air uh, for it, it really, frankly, all manner of, of uh, high school activities. Yeah, you bet. So we've yeah. had uh, we've had the high school jazz band on a couple of their recordings on a couple, on a show one time. Yeah, and so, I remember. Yeah, that. We're we're open to doing all sorts of things with the city, the school, the. Um, the civic organizations here in town, you know, right. and that's what you get with a small station. You're not going to get that from 101 The Fox or something right. out of Kansas City. 
you know, this is, this is Carney, this is the Northland and that's our focus. That's what we want to be. Yeah. And you know, this year there's uh, a focus that you guys might want to look at as well as uh, theater has become a big deal in our community. <clears throat> we got Carney Holt community theater this year. We've got a, uh, we're doing a music man out at the amphitheater this year oh, cool. with mm-hmm. a, uh, Jim Lusky. That's a new adventure for us. And then the school always puts on two plays throughout the year. So, mm-hmm. um, the theater department, they don't get a lot of press, but Hey, these kids do fantastic work. Um, they work hard at memorizing their lines. They work on their own costumes. They work at, at creating that character. Um, the drama people here in Kearney, it's an unsung hero, but they really do a fantastic job. And there's several of our kids who've went on to do theater degrees in college uh, because of the start that they've got right here in our community. So I, I do plug live theater. I think live theater is awesome, and I think it's, it builds character. And it, it makes you understand what it is to uh, interact because right. uh, you can't just do your own thing. You've got to have a script. you got to right. go with it. And these kids do fantastic job. I can't imagine a more likely candidate to come in here and sit in front of a microphone than somebody who's involved in theater right. and, and uh, the performing arts. Right, and get yeah. you hooked up with all of them. Right. And, I, I mean, if there is anybody out there that, uh, I mean, even uh, some of the instructors that, that are involved in this, if they if they want to get the kids involved, it's a neat idea to, to come in and... Uh, I mean, even if you wanted to do a short little play, um, you know, it's because we've got we've got time to schedule some yeah. things right. like that. But there, 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 it wouldn't it be cool to do uh, like an an old time radio type uh, a, a play? Actually, right. yeah. yeah, we're we're working on it. So there's a small group in Kearney, um, kind of headed up by Jeannie Williams. She's a retired teacher, mm-hmm. um, big into theater arts, and she's got a small group. Um, I'm trying. I'm struggling with the name. It's the it's like the Youth Cinema and Theater Association. So they've got like seven or eight kids that are interested in theater, and they've been working on doing um, a radio show or, uh, you know, spoken word or right. poetry or comedy or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're finally getting some wheels turning here. She just called me the other day and said, we're you know, we've, uh, we're finally getting going, and we've teamed up with Sarah over at the 4-H Club uh, down in Liberty, and she's been a real asset to them, so... This is how radio programs on KPGZ 102.7 FM, this is how they grow. This It's just completely organic. Mm-hmm. And somebody somewhere said, and I was not even aware of it, Brian. I think I, <laughs> I remember that you may have, you know, we, we talked about it at a, at a meeting once or twice, but right. it, it really hadn't developed quite this far last time we, we spoke about yeah, it. Yeah, it's been slow going for them, but they're right. still plugging away at it. They're excited to do it. Well, it's, a, it's an exciting thing that we could add to the programming here. But anyway, that just underscores, Dan. Maybe well, we can have our yeah. own Lake Will Be Gone. Well, there, there is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I, I I mean, that's the sort of thing I'm talking about, yeah, quite absolutely. honestly. Yeah, and there there are a variety of things you can do on the radio that are quite entertaining, yes. quite, yeah. quite entertaining. So, um, okay, a, a big shift in uh, subject matter. Okay. I think that's awesome. But I was I was looking here at the Kearney, Missouri. This is the city website, and the, the website address is ci.carney.mo.us. Uh most of you probably know that, and you could probably just Google it, but uh, it is a lengthy, uh, I mean, in terms of all of the links here on the website, Dan. That, we've got all uh, of our building codes. We've got everything on there. Uh, right. All of our schedules for the amphitheater. 
uh, it really is a pretty inclusive uh, information site for our city. It's really the place to begin. I mean, look, we're you know, everybody uses the Internet now, and folks know how to find their way around it. Uh, but I think for starters, if, uh, if somebody had a question of, about anything city-related, this would be the place to start. And in fact, once you get there, if you can't find it, the phone number is right there, 816-628-4142, which is the, I guess, the, the main line there. Main at line of City Hall. Yeah, yeah, to get you right in there. Who answers that phone? Um, could be Becky Collins or uh, Shirley Zimmerman. Okay, so, so there's, there's a live voice on the other end, right? Oh, yes. <clears throat> wow, it's not just a recording. No, oh, no. I love that. <laughs> and when they answer the phone, it's a great day to be in Kearney. Yeah. How refreshing is that? You know, how many times you when you you know you're going to just spiral into this <laughs> this whole voicemail vortex, right? Yeah, that just can. Hello, be this com- is City Hall. Please press one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or or when they start with your call is important to us. <laughs> so important. We can't answer it. Yes. <laughs> we're small town. We're live. And right. if, if you got a problem or something, uh, walk in the front door. We've got live people. Meet you right there. Love it. And just ask us what you you know, you know need, and we'll do our best to get the answer um, or the department head to address whatever your issue is. What, uh, what's a common issue that, that you get? What a common call? Oh, dogs on the loose. No, we don't have a oh, lot of those. Bulldog, uh, bulldogs on the loose. Uh, we don't have that many calls <laughs> on those either. No, usually, well, I was thinking of the carny bulldogs. Yeah, usually it's their calls of uh, there's an abandoned car that's uh, been left that's blocking a roadway, or there's, um, you know, uh, a neighbor hasn't mowed their yard. Uh, it's starting to look bad. Brian? Or, or our trash didn't get picked up yeah. this week because the <laughs> trash man couldn't get there because we were paving a road or something. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Um, the big one is folks forget that on holidays, um, the trash is going to run one day behind. Right. So they'll bring their trash out thinking on that day that they'll pick it up and they're actually running a day behind. And they'll call City Hall to complain that, hey, the, my trash didn't right. get picked up. <laughs> And yes. then you have to remind them, well, there was a holiday, and they'll go, oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah. And, and it's an innocent thing, but we get a lot of those calls. Yeah, um, and, and you do have, uh, speaking of trash pickup, you have a, um, a recycling center here we in Carnegie? We do. Okay. Actually, it's a, it's a very, uh, very handy. Uh, it's right down there behind Stone Lake. Uh, we have, it's a, a compost pile as well. So if you have uh, leaves... Uh, tree branches, mm-hmm. uh, anything like that, or grass clippings, and you don't know what to do with, you can bring them down there. We also have uh, cardboard recycling down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a the only thing that we don't have down there is glass recycling, but we're working on that. But it is our recycle center. It gets used a lot. Um, there has been many talks about uh, cost of keeping that open or not. Mm-hmm. And we've all decided that uh, it is a big service for our community. So right. it, it's something that we, we look forward to keeping open. Right. I, I may have asked you this one time, but I guess the, the trash, the actual trash hauler is, uh, that's contracted through the city, right? Yes. It's through Republic. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, now twice a year we do a large pickup. So it like say that you got a recliner and you don't know what to do with it. Right. You can't get off. Well, twice a year, if you bring it to the curb mm-hmm. on this, these dates, uh, Republic will come down and they will, they will pick that up. They bring the big truck with a, with a big uh, claw, yeah, with a big claw, claw crane. They pick it up, yeah, yeah. Now, there are certain things that they won't take. 
Like they won't take refrigerators. No. <clears throat> they won't take a large lumber. Like if you rip off your deck, they're not going to do that unless you cut mm-hmm. the boards up into smaller pieces. Oh, I see. Uh, you have to bundle them to, right. to get them to take that. Uh, several times we do have complaints throughout the year that, hey, on this big pickup, those people didn't pick up my stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it's on our website. <clears throat> you can look at it. It's in the paper. Um, they tell you what they can and can't pick up. And unfortunately, sometimes we have people put stuff out to the curb that they, they can't pick up. Right. So they'll pick up part of what they can, but what they can't, they leave there. And unfortunately that's, you know, you're gonna have to haul it back in your house or, yeah. or do something with it. Yeah. Uh, so, so we do get some complaints on that, but for the, the majority of the, uh, city, uh, of the people, uh, they know what they can put out and it gets mm-hmm. picked up. But here's the thing. <clears throat> A lot of people will put out things they know that the trash man can't take right the reason being is we have a lot of scavengers that drive around town and uh, if it is a refrigerator well it's metal so they'll do it for the recycle so they'll take it because they know the trash man won't yes um lawnmowers are the big one if you put a lawnmower out Mm -hmm. it never gets to the dumpster because somebody's going to drive by and pick it up for scrap metal and what have you Mm -hmm. and so our town gets gets cleaned up by scavengers as much as the trash guys and and that's okay with me i think it's great so they come through and they pick up things and and we get them out of our town, and uh, the people who don't want them anymore get rid of them. Yeah, and, and they're happy about it. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, so this year's trash pickup is on a different day. Is that right? Um, It will be, maybe. But you probably don't. You're so, talking about but, the, the large item. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, the large item? The yeah. large item's always, that's a... Uh, that changes each year. Actually. Okay. Uh, Deb just uh, Facebooked in and said this year's large trash pickup is on a regular trash day versus Saturday as it usually is. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. we're at the schedule of Republic. Oh, okay. so it's we can't always say that it's going to be this set date. Okay, thanks for that information, yeah. Deb. Thank you, Deb. Appreciate you uh, sending that in on Facebook Live. If you want to call and talk to the mayor, our number here is eight one six eight six six three five seven zero. We'll put you on the air. You don't have to get on the air, but we'd love to have you here. And uh, as we said before, Dan is answering all kinds of questions, city-related and and uh, and about your career and your life here in uh, in, <laughs> in the Northland. <laughs> well, it is uh, a, a fun time having you in here without uh, an agenda. I know last week we had uh, we talked about the the interchange, the new. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm excited it, about. I that, am actually. too. And then and and how to negotiate a roundabout. So I've been practicing. I've been driving round and round and round. And and all I do is look to my left. And, and if, if it's clear, I can go straight through. Remember the yields. Oh, that's right. I learned that <laughs> last week. Isn't that funny? It's funny how long we talked about how, you know, how, how in the world you negotiate driving in a circle. Yeah. Well, actually, the roundabouts, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was one of them that was pretty adamant that, hey, I don't like roundabouts. Yeah. But they've actually worked out better than I thought they would. And... We don't have any, well, we haven't had any serious accidents right. in them. I think we talked uh, about we, We've had a few uh, where they've rubbed up against each other. but Nobody wants that. Rubbins racing. Why, exactly. So, you know, it sounded so, like NASCAR. <laughs> we, we don't have uh, anybody really getting hurt in the, in the roundabout. I, I like them. I, I like the roundabout. They're growing on me. I, I like them. I, it, it's, it saves time, and once you get it, it accustomed, you know, accustomed to it, uh, I think it's it's, it's a, it really is kind of a no brainer, but but it, it's interesting to to note that yeah, it, it, as long as you're just looking to your left, and I, I don't remember yes. if you told me that last Look week to or your left. yeah, it, it, but it was kind of funny because hey, wait a minute, that's right, you, 
It's right. Look to your left. Look to your left. <laughs> and you always got to me. We yep. are visiting with Mayor Dan Holt today. He's in studio with us just chit-chatting. And uh, Brian's going to throw another log on the fire in the KC Coyote studio. Stay with us for a short break. We'll be right back. This is Carney Live. You love the programming? Say a special thank you to the underwriters like these who support KPGZ. Carney Trust Company is your hometown bank. They began operations in 1882 and have been part of the community ever since. The people of Carney Trust Company work for the people of Carney. They provide capital to people and businesses so they can achieve their goals. Whether you know exactly what you want or just need someone to talk to about your dream, you can speak with them and work out the issues. You may just be getting off the ground or ready to move into your brick-and-mortar building. At the end of the day, a real person is there for you at Carney Trust Company. Information, speed, and convenience are all valuable commodities in our fast-paced world. For Carney Trust Company, technology is an addition to, not a replacement for, the personal banking relationship they like to have with their customers. The people of Carney Trust Company focus on and try to fit the needs of all of their customers. At Carney Trust Company, you'll work with passionate hometown people who want the best for our neighbors. They provide financial solutions for people to forge their own paths. Carney Trust Company, with two locations serving Carney at 310 West 92 Highway and 701 Watson Drive in Price Chopper. The phone is 816-628-6666. Carney Trust Company, banking you can trust. Member FDIC. You're back on Carney Live. Mike Davis and Jim Dickerson is out today, and we've got Mayor Dan Holt in his stead, and Brian Watts is on the air with us. We're just having a good time uh, chit-chatting today about things going on in Carney. I do see that there is a meeting coming up, and we talked about this briefly last week, Dan. Uh, February 5th at 4 p.m. is the I-35 MoDOT Interchange Public Meeting. That's correct, and that's at City Hall. And it's for the input from the public to uh, for them to see what what's going to be done. Um, there will be a picture of the bridge. There will be a picture of the uh, uh, divergent diamond, diamond, and uh, both Trans Systems and MoDOT will be there mm-hmm. to answer any questions to understand what what it's going to be, so that when it gets built, uh, the taxpayers they they know what we're building. Right, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but because there are federal funds. Uh, that come through for this project. This is required meeting. That that's right. Very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, that's I think that would be a good one to for anybody who's curious to see what this thing is going to look like. And if you have any specific questions, you're going to have uh, the designer, the gentleman that was with us last week. Right, John Zimmerman. Yeah, John Zimmerman is an engineer that uh, was heavily involved in the design of this thing with uh, with his company and, and a. Thank you. Yeah, good job, guys. Uh, (laughs) You know, talk about, you know, kids remembering their lines in the drama department. (laughs) I don't know what I had for breakfast. Wait a minute, I do. I didn't have breakfast this morning. (laughs) There is another meeting on uh, in February that's coming up on the 13th, and that's the, is it route or route 92? It's route. 
Well, some might argue that. I like <laughs> I like 92. I like Route 92. But what yeah. is what there are there is Route 66, you know. There is. And there if you is. say Route 66, you might get slugged. But but that's a, that's a southern term. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the the Route 92 Modot Safety Project and uh tell me about that one. Well, 92 Highway as you know goes from Excelsior to Smithville and then it goes on over to Platte City. Well, they're working on uh, trying to make it safer. It's kind of like uh, for the old timers around here of Barry Road. I, I knew that's where you're going to go with uh, that, and we remember, yes. We, how they ended up fixing Barry Road by making 152 right. and kind of bypassing it. Well, we're not going to bypass 92 Highway, right. but we are going to try to. Uh, there's a study that Bodot's doing about how to make it safer. Uh, as you know, 92 has no shoulders, there's a lot of hills that go up and down on those. Uh, this study and some of the engineering that they're working on is how to make 92 a safer highway. And right. it's going to be done in different different places. There are really bad parts of 92. Yeah. And so they've looked at those because those are accident areas mm-hmm. and real dangerous areas. Like w- WHB Road is one of those. WHB Road right, is one. Of, right. right outside of town, we got a little S-curve yeah. right before you get to yep. uh, a highway. Yep. Um, those are all areas that uh, MoDOT has been looking at, and that's what this meeting's about. Yeah, um, I, I noticed, uh, and, and you may, I don't know if, if you and I talked about it on the air last week, but the um, the way 92 has been improved just east of Smithville, in other words, at the intersection of 92 and 169 Highway, it has been significantly widened. That was part of the 169 improvement project. Oh, okay, and it has, there, there are bigger shoulders where you could potentially... If you had to, yeah, you could, all the way you, down to the bridge. Actually, right, to the right. You could you could move over. I know. In fact, I had a little incident a couple of weeks ago where I had a flat tire coming in uh, to actually coming into the studio here, and uh, I I had no place to go. And uh, thank the good Lord, I was able to move into a a, a um, residential turnoff in fairly short order. But yeah, well, I, we have problems with people hitting deer on ninety two. Yeah, I and can they got see nowhere that. to go. Right, and their car's disabled right. and they're stuck in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, 92, uh, it's just a narrow road. I mean, it, it just really is. Luckily, yeah. we don't have as many head-on collisions as mm. you would think. Those things we do not have. But we do have cars that break down. And right. when it gets icy and slick, the mm-hmm. cars slide off the road. Ooh, yeah. Well, because there's no shoulder, yeah. they get stuck. Yeah. So um, 92 does have its its disadvantages. It does, uh, and I think you just have to be careful. It's one of those places where just use good judgment, folks. I mean, get you know, keep it. I think the the speed limit is fifty five and sixty. Is, it is, but I don't think anybody goes. 55. No, I'm pretty sure of that, and I can tell you the times when I have driven fifty five. Generally, it's at nighttime because it's just you know, especially in in those dark hilly places in between Smithville and yeah. Kearney. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to be, you know, driving faster than than you can stop in a in a dangerous area like that where it's dark. You well, can't another see. issue that we have with ninety two, you, you talk about that mm-hmm. um, out there, you can't see and stuff, is the fact that when we do have some accidents, it's because farm equipment. There's a lot of farm equipment that moves on ninety two to get to different fields, right? And they're going as fast as they can, but that may be only be thirty miles an hour, right? And so cars back up, and they get impatient. Oh yeah, and they'll whip around this farm Ooh. equipment, and then we have accidents. We've had that happen several times out on ninety two highway. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, look, the the road is is in good shape, but yes, it's hilly and it's narrow, 
and uh, you just you have to be patient. And uh, I think part of that is just you know being uh, being courteous. I think a courteous driver is a safe driver, yeah. and and it really does. It it you know you're going to get there sooner or later. Even if you're 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 driving behind a big combine, you're going to get to your destination. If you go the other other direction toward Excelsior, mm-hmm. um, right there by Oakmont, there's a curve. We have had had several fatality. I can't say the word right. You just did. People get killed in those car wrecks yeah, right there. Yeah. Because that corner is is so sharp, and you'll be surprised that if you go too fast, it'll automatically pull you into the other yeah, lane. Yeah. Um. That corner has been very dangerous for a long time as the, well. The road is not. Uh, it's not designed. It's not banked for for speed. No. You, you just need to slow down. Yeah, slow down. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, well, yeah, so just, you know, be safe out there, be smart. Yep. But, uh, and I think, you know, for the most part. Uh, but speaking of 92, have you seen that they're moving the utilities for the sidewalk from 33 all the way down to Mac Porter? I am so excited about this project. Hmm. Uh, they are out there working in the mud. They're they're moving these utilities. We are finally going to get this sidewalk done. Uh, this sidewalk is going to save lives. I'm telling you, it's a matter of time. If we do not put this sidewalk in, that somebody's going to get hit out there. Right. This is a true safety project that we're getting uh, done, and I, I tell you, I, I am elated about this. We have been working with MoDOT for a couple of years on this to try to get this done. We got all the bids out. We mm-hmm. got all the contracts signed, and this spring we are going to see this sidewalk go in, and I think everybody's going to be really pleased with it, and it's going to save lives. Yeah, you know, you don't think about, uh, if, if it's not there, you're not thinking about it, unless you're one of those people that really, that, that you're, you're a pedestrian. That road scares me it to death. It absolutely does. And uh, and I think, in a way, it's it's sort of a, a sidewalk in a town like this could potentially be an extension of a trail system, eventually, I would uh, think. Yeah, I guess it could be eventually, but this one's more of a, of a safety issue right. than it really is about getting the trail system. Um we have a young lady who she actually pushes a baby cart mm-hmm. on 92 highway oh with a baby in it. Oof. And every time I see her come up, she, she lives at the apartments down there. And when I see this, I just, just cringe. And I hope that everybody pays attention. Luckily, everybody has, she's never mm-hmm. had, we've never had a pedestrian hit out there. Everybody really knows how dangerous right. this is, but it only takes one time. And right. so this sidewalk is going to be such an improvement. And, uh, everybody at City Hall, like I said, this is a project that we all got behind, and it really, we're pretty excited about it. We really are. No doubt. Uh, the, well, with the streetlights, uh, you, you've got a streetlight as you come off. If, if you're coming north and uh, heading into town on 92 Highway from I-35, and you turn right or you're turning back east, you've got to stop there, and then you're not going too much further that, you know, as you go into where the, the big... Uh, like a shopping area is where the price chopper is. Right. Uh, there's another light right yep. there. And, uh, and then as you keep going, there's another, yet another light right there at 33 and, uh, and 92. So it's really kind of hard to drive fast through there because you're just going to be driving quickly between. Right. And, between and that does lines. slow down track where we're, we're more concerned is, is folks coming, uh, you know, say from Excelsior coming into town because there's really nothing to slow those folks down. If right. they, if they want to come, through until they get to that stoplight mm-hmm. well that's also the same direction people are walking usually okay. so it would be easy for somebody who's walking and get hit from behind 
by yeah. a, a fast-moving car. Mm-hmm. And so this just gets them off of 92 altogether. Yeah. It just makes it safer. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, anything else, Mayor, that's going on that you had uh, with with regard to the city that uh, that you had on your mind that you wanted to talk about today? I'm looking at your It's election here. time, folks. There you go. You got to get ready to go out and vote. Uh, you know, we we look at, at politics and, and we think of Republicans, Democrats, Washington, Congress, all this stuff. Right. That is true, but uh, where the real politics and the real government is really local and the people that we elect to run our city really affects our immediate lives and our immediate town and really affects things. And this election going, going around, we're pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, all but one candidate has been on either different boards. They've either been on a parks board or they've been on plan and zoning or they've been on the city council or they've been on the road district. Uh, the candidates who are running are people who really care about Carney. Right. Uh, we have one that that he's not. I'm not saying he doesn't care for Carney. I think he just hasn't been on any of those boards. Mm-hmm. So, so don't take that wrong. But um, the people that are running and wanting to help uh, keeping Carney going in the right direction, they've all vested their time, energy, and, and efforts into right. making Carney what it is today. And and I know this election is going to uh, put a new mayor in office. But do know that these all of the candidates, they really have put their heart into what they're doing, and they believe in in Carney. Mm-hmm. And the main thing is, you got to get out and vote. You can say, "Hey, I like this guy, or I like this girl, or I like this person," but if you don't go vote, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that those folks are going to get into office. The key to making uh, the person that you want to be there, you got to take the action to mm-hmm. go down. And place their name on the or vote for them on the ballot to make sure that the person who you think would be best for that job actually gets that job. Right. And you know we got a really cool thing this year. Regardless how it turns out this year, Carney's going to have a first on the board of aldermen or mayor. We could have three females on our board. How about that? I mean, it's it's going to happen. Right. Um. And uh, you know, some people say, well, it's a good old boys club. Um. We we relish the fact that it's been diverse mm-hmm. we've had two women two men on the board with the, with the mayor um we're actually going to have three women on the board this year uh and i tell you what each one of these women have dedicated their time right. and energy to this this town and they bring a different perspective on things mm-hmm. um i i think it's really good to see that carney's really not wrapped up into that kind of kind of stuff right um well, it's going to be a good board. Yeah, I think uh, that w- what you're saying is, I mean, these are people who have already invested their own personal time yes. into the city on uh, a variety of different committees and yep. programs, and they're just as busy as the rest of us. In fact, maybe more so. They, you, you know, generally say if you if you want to get somebody to do something for you, be sure to ask somebody who's busy because you'll know they'll get yep. to it. Well, the uh, good thing is there's no learning curve here. Um, they're, they've already been there. They've already been there. Right. Now, there's going to be a little bit of curve for uh, uh, Kathy Barger, who's coming in off of plan and zoning and, and coming on, on the board, only because now she's going to take it to that next step. But she under, she already understands how the city procedures work. So right. um, I, I really see this election being just a, a minor thing in the road for, for the city, and I look for the city just to keep going because we really got good candidates. 
Yeah, these are these are your neighbors. These are the yeah. people that that you live uh, around and that yep. you likely see quite often over at Price Chopper or wherever. Yeah. And, and I can't help but say that I'm running for for Ward Two Alderman, and I'd appreciate your vote. There you go. <laughs> well, and that uh, that was brought to you by the uh, elect Dan Holt Committee. That's <laughs> <laughs> just brought to you by Dan Holt. <laughs> well, I think it's true, though. You really have to appreciate the folks that that have already gone out of their way and likely have you know have never been paid a nickel for the time that they've invest, invested in the city. And these are the folks that help. Imagine if those people weren't there. Who would do it? If not them, then who? And- well, exactly. I mean, and, and here's the thing. There's a, uh, a bill being put in front of the House right now that mm-hmm. says that uh, the cities can't pass anything unless they have 50% of the vote, uh, registered voters uh, vote for something. There's a lot of times when it's a non-presidential election. Yes, we won't even have ten percent of the registered no, right. voters of Carney vote. It, it, it's it's just it's so we, we can never get anything done. Yeah. So I really encourage everyone that's registered, whether it's a presidential election, whether it's an alderman election, a school board election, please go vote. Yeah, it's such an important part of uh, you know of of what we do in a, in a, a representative type uh, democracy that we have here. I mean, it's a you know. A, and it's a republic for a reason. I mean, it's so that we we don't have, uh, you know, New York and Los Angeles deciding, you know, how we want the country run here in, in the middle of the USA. Right. Uh, but for local elections, it, it really is. The, it's based on the popular vote. And it just it just gives you that much more of an opportunity for your vote to really count. And, yeah, uh, it counts and I, more here actually than it does I, in the overall. I, you, I think that's true. I mean, there, there are those that could argue that point, but I, I believe that you know, and it's easy. I mean, it's just not. Doesn't take, how how far away is the is the 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 precinct is your your is your poll? Uh, the Knights of Columbus Hall. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's you know, the Annunciation Hall. Excuse me, they've yeah, changed it. Yeah, uh, Annunciation Hall is where everybody votes. And the Annunciation Hall is where everybody speaks clearly. <laughs> yes. I don't think that's what that means. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's good. Uh, but no, actually, uh, if you're going to take the time to, to live in your community, take your time Here, to invest in here's your community what I as would, well. I, here's where I thought you were going with that. If you're going to take the time to complain, take the time to vote. Those are your words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that coming back. But no, I, I mean, we all care about what goes on in, in right. Kearney. And so I think by caring a little more, just go to the poll, vote. Pretty easy to do. Pretty easy if you ask me. Yep. Uh, I am uh, also going to mention one other time. Uh, Scott Middleton and Tanya Howe are the wonderful people at Carney Trust Company who sponsor this show. And uh, we don't take that lightly. It is something that means a great deal to us. They are a really the flagship sponsor of Carney Live, they're the they're the ones. They have paid for this program, and continue to do so. And we really appreciate it. I know uh, Carney Trust has been around uh, as long as Carney has, and uh, it, it's a it's a it's a storied storied history. And I would uh, I would suggest that uh, if if you've got banking business to do, uh, Scott Middleton and the folks over at Carney Trust would be a really really good place to begin. 
but uh, thank thanking them so much uh, for uh, for what they do for the radio station, and uh, and we always like to say thank you for what they've done for the the, the development of of Kearney, Missouri. Absolutely, if it weren't for them, uh, Kearney may not be where it is today. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, there are other banks, and they're all good ones. There's some some good banks right here in this town, and uh, and we like them. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and it's neat to see, that's another thing that's kind of cool. I think about uh, small town living is that you, uh, people know you by name. You could walk in and you, for example, you could probably go talk to Scott. Most of the people in this town, uh, he'd, he'd know you, you know, by, by your first name, which, uh, which is, you know, pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah. And I, it's just, it, it is, uh, I guess in the, in, in marketing, we call it, we call it relationship marketing where you get to know your customer, but that's already taken care of here in the city of Kearney. It's another reason we enjoy doing business uh, with the, you know, with the, the sponsors of, of, of all of our radio shows, the programs, and the, the station in general. Uh, you get to know people, and it's just easier doing business with them. You know, I mentioned, you know, Mike Hagan Electric earlier today, and it's, it's just easier to call someone. You know, I got Susan on the phone, his wife, who I went to high school with. And or actually, I sent her a text message. I said, "I got this little deal." The next thing I know, he you know, I got a guy showing up at my house, and uh, and you know who they are, and it's and it's pretty neat. You don't have to go through. Remember yellow pages? You have to go through yellow pages. You don't have to do that anymore. Well, it, it's like that saying, you know, do you trust a guy with your house keys? And right, a lot of the people in this town, you can give your house keys to. You can give the combination to your garage door. You're safe because the people here, they, they look out for each other. Right, right, yeah. Um, just don't give me your password. And no passwords. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, it has been fun having you on the on the air with us today. Well, thanks. thanks it's been fun doing it, so I enjoy it. Yep. Uh, next week, we'll be back with, uh, presumably, with uh, Jim Dickerson. Nope. Next week, we'll all be at the Chamber of Commerce luncheon. I, why do I always forget that? <laughs> I don't know. It's good lunch. I know. How do you forget that? We'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> thank you all so much. We really appreciate you listening to 102.7, and thank you so much for listening to Carney Live today. We will see you in two weeks on Carney Live. Thanks a lot. See you then. <laughs>